Welcome to the Restaurant Boss Podcast, where you can make more money, have more freedom, and actually start to enjoy owning your restaurant. If you're feeling overwhelmed, stressed, and just sick of the struggle, you've come to the right place. So here is your host, the Restaurant Boss himself, Ryan Bromfin. Today, I'm going to show you how to make an effective restaurant checklist. Hey everybody, Ryan Gronfen here, author, speaker, chef, restaurateur, founder of TheRestaurantBoss.com, ClickBacon.com, and ScaleMyRestaurant.com. Today is actually going to be the first of four, maybe even five videos in a series about restaurant checklists. I love checklists. You may love them, you may hate them, I'm going to convert you to a lover of checklists right now. If you operate or manage a restaurant, you're in the exact right place. So watch today's video and then depending on when you're watching this, watch all the follow-up videos. But today is all about an effective restaurant checklist. You know, we've heard many, many times, you've probably even said this yourself, yeah, 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 checklists don't work. I've tried them. And that's what we're going to conquer. That's what we're going to overcome in this video series as we launch these videos over the next month. But today is about building an effective restaurant checklist. So first, let's just talk about a checklist in general. The first most important thing about a checklist is that they assign items to a specific person or station. Usually a station, but keep in mind a station can only be operated by one person. If you have two people working in a station, then you have to have station one and station two, or station A and station B. Maybe you have two fry cooks, then you'll have fry one and fry two. You cannot assign a checklist to multiple people. You can't just have a kitchen checklist or an opening checklist. You have to have an opening checklist for a specific person or station. The second thing that's important to know about checklists is that they define quantity and quality to be ready for service. Sometimes you'll hear me say service, sometimes you'll hear me say a shift, but what the checklist does is it basically makes sure that someone has anything and everything that they need for a successful shift. Anything and everything that they need for a successful shift with the correct quantity and quality. And that's basically it. The restaurant checklist tells who what to do. It tells who what to do. Now, there's different kinds of checklists. You may have an opening checklist, which basically tells people how to open up, how to get their station ready. You may have a maintenance checklist that tells people every month we have to make sure we do this maintenance. Every quarter we have to make sure we do this. Every year we have to make sure we do this. You may have a closing checklist that reminds people what needs to get done to close up shop. But for today's purposes, we're going to jump inside my computer and I'm going to show you right now how to build an opening station checklist. Hey, so, okay, we're inside my computer and this is our software called ClickBacon. Now you could use Excel, you could use anything to do this, but I just wanted to quickly show you how easy it is to create a checklist, but more importantly, what needs to be on that checklist and what it should look like. We're gonna try to do this quickly, but this is gonna take a few minutes to do it right. So we're gonna call it the Fry Opening, it helps if I spell it correctly, the Fry Opening Checklist. This is going to be, we have some defaults in here, so this is gonna be a checklist prep sheet. 
it's for the fry station and we're gonna add it to the weekly group so that way we can print all the weekly sheets at once. We're gonna turn on date because date is always turned on. You can turn on par or off par. You could turn on units or off. I'm gonna turn them off for now, but I'll show you what it looks like later. And then monthly and split cells. Uh, weekly or monthly would be, is this a weekly sheet, meaning it's Monday to Friday? Or is this a monthly sheet, meaning January, February, March, April, May? And I'm gonna show you some cool things you can do with that. And then a split cell would mean if you have like an AM and a PM shift working the station and it's exactly the same, then you could just create one sheet and split the cells so that way you could have like an AM mark off the left cell and PM mark off the right cell. But I'm just gonna quickly build something here for you and then we're gonna display it so you'll see what it looks like and you'll see how easy this would be to do either in Excel or of course using our software called ClickBacon if you prefer, but either way, so let's just start with location. We already know who this list is for. This list is for the Fry Station. So whoever's working the Fry Station. Now, if you have more than one person working the Fry Station, it would be for Fry Station 1 or Fry Station 2, but chances are you only have one person working the Fry Station. So now, think of this as the sublocation. This is the location within the Fry Station. So let's just first say, Let's go to the fry fridge. That's what we're gonna call it. Maybe you have a refrigerator like next to the fry station or across from the fry station. It might be like a sandwich top fridge. So let's call it the fry fridge. And one thing we're gonna need is, I'm just making this up, of course, is French fries. We're gonna also need mozzarella sticks. Let's just call them mozz sticks. We're gonna need um, onion rings. Maybe you hand batter your own fish and chips. So we're gonna need the uh, halibut fillets for the fish and chips. We're gonna need the seasoned flour mix. We're gonna also need the egg wash, right? But here's the other thing. Anything and everything for a successful ship. So let's assume maybe you do calamari also. So let's put um, marinated calamari. But I spelled that wrong, whatever. But then let's say that you just go right from the calamari into the flour mixture, but you shake it off in a colander of some sort. Well, you need that colander on the station as well, or strainer, or basket, let's just call it a basket, whatever it is. The point is you need anything and everything for a successful shift. Let's take this even one step further. Let's go ahead and add a new section, and I'll show you what this does, is let's add a, uh, where is it, the fry tabletop, because maybe Maybe the seasoned flour goes on the tabletop, the egg wash goes on the tabletop, and the basket goes in the seasoned flour on the tabletop. But maybe on the tabletop, you also have some um, squirt bottles. Maybe you have like some kind of an aioli in a squirt bottle as garnish. Maybe you have chopped parsley. Maybe you also need, you need the newspaper or the basket liners to go for the fish and chips, basket liners. You might also need the baskets, right? But then let's take it even one step further. Let's add another section because 
there's the window, right? So did I do fry window? No, let's just call it the window, the pass-through window. Well, maybe you keep to-go containers in the window, so you need small brown to-go containers. You need large brown to-go containers. You also might need a marker, so that way they could mark off when an order is done. You might also need a stapler, so they could staple a ticket to in order, you might also need a ticket punch. Like for when the tickets are done, you stab it on the ticket puncher or the ticket stabber. I cannot repeat this enough. Anything and everything needed for a successful shift. You might even need extra paper. Um, ticket printer paper, right? Anything and everything for a successful shift and then divide it by where it goes. Now this brings into play possibly labeling your fridges and your freezers, we could really get crazy here. But I just wanted to quickly show you, let me show you what this looks like. Let's save it and then let's preview this so we can see what this looks like when it's built. And you can see that it's simply divided by section, right? It says it's the fryer opening checklist and it's for the fry station, so we know what it is. It's divided into the sections, right? So the fry refrigerator, the fry tabletop, the window, and then it's divided by days of the week with the date. The date is important as we've discussed or we will discuss in future videos. Now, let's also, let's get out of the preview. So let's go back and let me show you some of the other things. Let's say we turn on par and we turn on units. I'm not gonna bother with low, high, but let's just say that the par is one, and then it's a third pan, a six inch third pan. Let's just say that the par is one, same thing. Let's do a six inch third pan. For onion rings, maybe you don't sell that many onion rings, so let's do one, actually you sell a lot of onion rings. Let's do a half pan, a six inch half pan. Uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I just wanna quickly now show you what that looks like, just so you can see, right? So then it shows the par and all that. Now, we also talked about, you can adjust in the settings whether your day starts on a Sunday or a Monday or a Tuesday. I like to start them on a Monday, it's up to you. But one of the other things is, let's assume that you're closed on Sundays. Well, you can just block the Sunday off and then you don't even have to worry about it. Or Let's assume, let's just quickly assume that this was a maintenance log or a cleaning log, right? And you're going to clean certain things on certain days of the week. So like, let me just show you quickly. Maybe you're going to clean, um, right? So I think you'll see what I'm quickly doing here. Again, assuming this is a cleaning log. Again, you can do this in whatever software works for you. But there, then you can see like, okay, we're gonna clean whatever this is. We're gonna clean this on Sunday and this on Monday and this on Tuesday, this on Wednesday, this on Thursday, right? Uh, if this was an order guide, let's say, let's say that you do your ordering on, um, there it is. Let's say that you do your ordering on Mondays and Thursdays. So then even though we print it out, we can have it blocked off like that. Now, assume this was a monthly order guide and we had January, February, March, April, May. If you did things on a quarterly basis, you could block off February, March, but leave January, April, what would it be? It would be January, April, September open, January, whatever, you get the point. Um, 
So again, I just wanted to quickly show you, this is what a properly formatted checklist should look like. And I just wanted to show you how quickly and easy they are to build. Again, whether you're using Excel or whether you're using our software, I think they're a little bit easier in, in our software. If you wanna learn more about it, there'll be a link below, but you could just go to clickbacon.com. That's clickbacon, like up here, clickbacon.com and learn more about the software. You can even come in here and build up to 10 sheets completely free without even entering a credit card number or creating an account. Uh, but of course, if you have any questions or comments or concerns or wanna know more about how to build a checklist or anything at all related to this, just go ahead and post it in the comments below and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Hey, did you notice something in today's episode? Yep, no ads, no sponsors, just great training to help you make more money, have more freedom and avoid the stress, struggle and overwhelm many restaurant owners feel every day. How do I do it? How is it that you listen to all those other podcasts that have minutes and minutes worth of lame ads for underwear or other websites they're promoting? I don't judge them, but I choose to focus on you. I can only do this because you share my podcast with other folks who end up looking me up online, registering for my courses, and getting amazing results in their restaurants. It's because of you that I can self-fund this effort, and you know how hard it is to do all this. That's why I appreciate you so much. So if you like this podcast, ad-free and sponsor-free, do me a favor. Tell a friend in the restaurant business about this podcast and my website, therestaurantboss.com. It would sure help and I would appreciate it. I'm sure our community would too. Plus, if you could leave me a review on iTunes or post a comment about this episode on my website, that would be huge as well. Until next time, remember your success in the restaurant business is about your ability to create, manage, and master systems while developing your employees. Have a wonderful day. Thanks a lot for listening to the Restaurant Boss Podcast with your host, the restaurant boss himself, Ryan Gronfin. For more great content, free stuff to help you make more money and enjoy more freedom, visit therestaurantboss.com and click on podcast. Be sure to register on our email list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time. Bye.